The time now, 13 minutes past the hour of 7 on this beautiful Tuesday evening. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. I'm Yusuf Mali and welcome to Talking Point. As I said, Tuesday evening, the 19th of January 2016, coinciding with the 8th of Rabi Uthani, 1437. Well, we've got a lovely lineup for this evening. First, we're going to be focusing on Palestine. Uh, it is Tuesday evening and what program is back on here? Focus on Palestine. Many of us were saddened with the program took a hiatus, but on the onslaught of Palestine had intensified. If you love this program, please send us your SMS in support of this program on 47913. 47913. Now, who do we have on usually on this time of the evening? We have none other than Maulana Ihsan Hendricks, the president of the MJC and Palestine historian. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh and welcome to Talking Point, where we're looking at focus on Palestine. Assalamu alaikum wa and to all the listeners of Radio Voice of the Cape this evening, fellow South Africans, uh, shukran, jazakumullah khairan, for uh, accepting us in your homes and uh, having dedicated yourself to this uh, program and in the spirit of uh, the commitment that we have uh, towards the Palestinian people and the Palestinian struggle, uh, we commence uh, 2016 again uh, reminding ourselves and our community of the huge responsibility that we have towards the Palestinian people inshallah. Amen, amen inshallah as you said it's a responsibility not only just on one but in, on all inshallah and so maybe we echo that uh, message to each and everyone that is listening we would like you to send an SMS in support that of our Palestinians and uh, the, also the support of the program where you'll get to know what is happening the truth that is happening in Palestine and who, da- who does it uh, better than Maulana Ihsan, alhamdulillah you've been doing it for many years and we say shukran for you for making yourself again for this year 2016 and may we be uh, uh, encouraging us to do more than just listen we should actually do more inshallah but Molana, what can we expect for this evening and for the following uh, three weeks i think i do know you have something planned so if you don't mind sharing with our listeners what you will be focusing on this evening and for the next three weeks inshallah Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim alaykum wa rahmatullahi ta'ala wa barakatuhu uh, honorable uh, listeners of Radio Voice of the Cape Palace South Africans, uh, yes, uh, Yusuf, you are absolutely correct as I propose that for the next uh, three weeks, if not for the next uh, coming month, we try to uh, combine between our uh, vision of us as South African uh, citizens and the cry of the Palestinian people, the ongoing cry of the Palestinian people for freedom and liberation. There is a a, a specific reason why I took this uh, particular combination between uh, the South African citizen and the cry of the Palestinian uh, people for freedom and liberation. And I think for perhaps maybe uh, the first two, three programs, I will dedicate it to the South African citizen or the understanding of citizenship and wish to place on record uh, a discourse that is very important, particularly now for us in South Africa, 
It is a very uh, classical uh, discourse in the fiqh of Islam. Uh, it has been contextualized by many contemporary uh, scholars, particularly in light of many of the political challenges, uh, the initiative of uh, uh, revolutions, and particularly the Arab Spring Revolution uh, that uh, called for the restoration of the rights of the people, the freedom and the liberation of the people. And this is the classical discourse of what is called the fiqh of muwatana, or it is known in Arabic as fiqh al-muwatana. Fiqh al-muwatana means the fiqh of citizenship. And so this is uh, the discussion uh, for this evening and hopefully for the next uh, three, four weeks, inshallah. What is meant by the fiqh of citizenship? By the fiqh of citizenship, uh, we would want to say that this is not a new uh, discussion. This is not a new discourse. It is a very uh, classical uh, discourse and discussion in the text of uh, the Islamic sources. However, it is important to understand, and particularly the ulama and the scholars who are familiar with some of the very classical works, such as the Ahkam al-Sultaniya by the classical scholar al-Mawardi, it has been the very common practice in any of the political discourses that is required in our community. Classically, the ulama used to refer to the Ahkam al-Sultaniya of al-Mawardi. Al-Mawardi or the Ahkam al-Sultaniya of al-Mawardi remains a very classical reference. But if we contextualize many of the contemporary challenges that we are faced with, and particularly in light of the Arab Spring that we witness, we have seen that many of these contemporary scholars, Brother Yusuf, and particularly starting from Tunisia, I want to place on the record tonight, and I'm cognizant of the fact that we have a diverse uh, 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 community who listen and listeners of Radio Voice of the Cape. But particularly for the imams and the ulama, because inevitably the imams and the ulama should continue to empower our people when questions are being asked, when directives are required, when guidance is required, particularly in light of the upcoming municipal elections in South Africa. And so I thought, let us strike this type of combination and also show that our responsibility as South African citizens is equally important. Our duty and our obligation as citizens in this country is absolutely very important. We can only give attention to people outside South Africa if we uh, uh, solidify our position as citizens in this country, if we uh, have maximum participation in the structures of our societies, whether it is civil society, whether it is in the larger political uh, processes of our country, 
whether it is in the uh, the uh, democracy uh, that we enjoy in South Africa, I think the key concept is participation and participation and participation. I mean, I mean, uh, very, very important. Uh, Maulana, very I'm important. By you, uh, yes, very important. But Maulana, we just need to take a short break. Uh, then we will f- talk about the participation just after the break, inshallah. Assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. Welcome back to Talking Point on Voice of the Cape at 91.3 FM Studio on this beautiful Tuesday evening, the 19th of January 2016, coinciding with the 8th of Rabi Thani 1437. Yes, Focus on Palestine is back again. And shukran for this SMS that I received from 3932. Assalamu alaikum. I was waiting to hear Palestine feedback and I'm listening now. Alhamdulillah. Shukran to all for bringing us the knowledge. And who's bringing, bringing it to us is none other than Voice of the Cape. And our special guest is Maulana Ihsan Hendricks. Molina, you were talking to us now about uh, uh, muwattana, which is the fiqh of citizenship and how we need to uh, practice. And can you um, uh, just uh, inform us more what is necessary to attain the muwattana? It is absolutely very important, uh, Brother Yusuf and listeners of Radio Voice of the Cape, uh, to define what is meant by the fiqh of citizenship. And jazakumullah uh, khairan to the person who sent the SMS expressing uh, his or her happiness for the return of the program, and we don't want the community to lose focus. We decided to dedicate the first three, four programs to the fit of citizenship and strike the cute combination with the cry of the Palestinian people for freedom and liberation. By striking the combination between the two, we say that we need to be strong and solid citizens of this country in order to give to the Palestinian uh, people who continue to live under the yoke of Zionist occupation, in order to give them our best attention, we need to be strong in our own country of domicile and nationality. So the fit of citizenship is absolutely very important. Uh, I think it is uh, absolutely uh, crucial for us to spend a little time in the definition, Yusuf, so that when we continue for the next uh, three, four weeks, then we have uh, dealt with the uh, terminologies because if we use the term Sikul Muwatana, what is meant by Sikul Muwatana? Sikul Muwatana means uh, the fit of citizenship. And Sikul Muwatana is the term that is derived from the Arabic term Muwatana. And Muwatana is derived from the term Watan, which means land, domicile, and country. So the citizen is referred to as the Muwatin. And uh, therefore, in the future, when I make a reference to the term Watan, then it is the land, the country, uh, when we refer to Sikul Muwatana, it is the fiqh of citizenship. When we refer to the muwatin, then we are referring to the citizen. Now, the nature of the Arabic language is as such, uh, Brother Yusuf and listeners of Radio Voice of the Cape, the richness of literature is extremely important to understand uh, because most of the time when we dedicate uh, or when we want to understand the depth of the subject matter, it is important for us to understand the terminologies. However, I will try to simplify that which is referred to as uh, fiqh al-muwatana, the fiqh of citizenship. 
a very classical uh, uh, definition according to the Arabic uh, dictionary is that we, when we refer to the, the term watan, the land, then it is defined as iqamatul insan wa maqarruhu wulida bihi am yulat am lam yulat. The land is the place of residence or domicile irrespective if the human being was born in it or not. And so when we refer to as the muwatin, we refer to the citizen. The citizen must embrace, this is very important, uh, Brother Yusuf, the citizen must all the time embrace the higher objectives of life and strive to uphold them at all costs. The higher objectives of the life or of life is the right of all human beings irrespective of race, irrespective of religion, ethnicity, or social status. Why is it important for us to emphasize that the al-maqasid sharia as we refer to it, the uh, five or the six higher objectives of life, is that we find that on the eve of uh, municipal elections in our country, uh, many of uh, the Muslim community would still ask, uh, is it allowed for me to uh, vote as a Muslim? Should I vote as a Muslim? Uh, if we are going to vote as Muslims, will our halal matters be secured? Will our adhan be protected? Will our hajj quota be secured? Whilst uh, that is absolutely fine, absolutely correct. But I think when we live as citizens of the country, when we refer to ourselves, besides the fact that we are Muslims, at first, we are South Africans. And we always try to understand the common responsibility that we have as citizens of this country and not just the internal uh, exclusive demands of us as a community. And therefore, Yusuf, when we examine the higher objectives of life, the first one is the preservation of life. This requires an in-depth discussion because we live in a country, at times South Africa is referred to statistically, has to be uh, a country where the crime is considered to be one of the highest in the world. Some cities in South Africa are known to be uh, the crime capitals of the world. Now, to deal with the crime, of course, there is a government. We have a police force. We have a legal system in our country. All of that is absolutely correctly in place. But also the question comes, as citizens of our country, what responsibility do we have? How do we fulfill our obligation as citizens of this country? There are uh, uh, very critical areas, particularly in the Muslim community, uh, Brother Yusuf, that we need to be a little bit frank about. Example, whilst uh, uh, 
the question is asked all the time, if a Muslim is guilty of a crime or committed something, why is it that the rest of the Muslim community or the rest of Islam should be negatively portrayed? Absolutely correct. And that is why all the time we distance ourselves and we said the individual action of an individual Muslim, uh, whether it is even justifiably done according to that individual in the name of Islam, Aslan we say, La alaqata laha bil Islam, it has absolutely no contact with Islam. The higher objectives of the Sharia, the higher objectives of Islam is the preservation of life. And therefore, if murder takes place in our community on our doorstep, if women are being raped on our doorstep, if uh, a terrorist, uh, you understand, attack, the killing of innocent people take place, uh, whether they are Muslim, whether they are Jewish, whether they are Christian, whether they believe coincide with us, whether it doesn't coincide with us, Islam believes in the preservation of life and we have a responsibility to condemn it. Are you with me, Brother Yes, Yes, I'm listening very much, yes. Second I mention is, there are times that we in the Muslim community prefer to be silent about the misdemeanors that happen in our own communities. We are very uh, little interested in making a very introspective analysis of our own community. We are always ready to criticize other communities. It is always the problem with uh, the Zionists. It's the problem with uh, the Jewish community. It's the problem with the Christian community. It's the problem with Western influence that we are never critical about what happens in the Muslim community. And therefore, example, if two Muslims are being yelled somewhere on the border of South Africa for money laundering of thousands and millions of rand, and the rest of the Muslim community is silent about it, but we are ready to quickly condemn others when they are guilty of it, then we've got much of introspective analysis to do. So true. If Muslims are involved in drug trafficking, we want to be silent about it, but we condemn others. If uh, the, the rate of uh, uh, what happens in the prisons in, in, in South Africa, if Muslims are the real leaders of gangs and uh, gang leaders, we like to be silent about it. But when others do it, we are critical of them. And so, therefore, this discourse of the fiqh of citizenship is not an easy one. It is not a, a sermon or a lecture that we are conducting tonight on Radio Voice of the Cape. It is very much to do with a very serious introspective analysis of what we as the Muslim community need to understand of ourselves. At times we lose it 
when we believe that we are a special entity. There is no way in the Quran that the Muslims are referred to as a special entity because of the ethnicity, neither because of our geographical uh, location. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions us in the Quran and says, Kuntum khayra ummatim ukhrujat linnas. We are the best of people uh, evolved for the benefit of humanity. We have the precise duty and the responsibility. We have the responsibility as the Quran expounds upon it. Al-amru bil-ma'roof wa-nashyu anil-munkar. We have to uphold that which is righteous and we have to abstain from that which is wrong, which is evil, which is destructive. We have to be the leaders in good. We have to be the leaders in righteousness. Furthermore, the very classical works of the late Sheikh Abul Hassan Ali Al-Nadwi, Rahmatullahi Alayhi, more than 75 years ago, Sheikh Abul Hassan Ali Al-Nadwi wrote the kitab, Mada Khasir Al-Alam Bi-Inhitat Al-Muslimin. Many of the ulama who read this book, and of the ulama who merely read the introduction of this book, and literally the title in English is Islam and the Book, but that is a very inaccurate translation of the title, Mada Khasir Al-Alam. Listen to the title of the book, Brother Yusuf. Listen to the Sufradio voice of the text. Mada Khasir Al-Alam is virtually the title of the book. The first part of the title is in the form of a question, and the second part of the title is in the form of the answer. What potentially, what is it potentially that will cause the world to be at loss? Good question. And he gives the answer. He says, by the decline of the Muslim, the world will be at last. Allah Akbar. By the decline of the Muslim, the world will be at last. And so, Shaykh Abdul Hassan Ali Al-Nadi, we asked the question, potentially what has the economical loss of the world to do with the decline of the Muslim? Or, does the decline of the Muslims have a direct impact on the economic loss of the world? Does the decline of the Muslims potentially have a connection with the political loss and decadence of the world? Does the Muslim decline have a direct impact on the moral decadence that the world sees? Uh, does it have a direct impact uh, on, on, on the world? the decline of the Muslims. In fact, Sheikh Abdul Hassan Ali Al-Nadwi simplifies it. He says, in fact, if honesty and integrity is not to be seen and found among Muslims, where else do you want the world to see it? Where else do you want the world to learn it? Maulana, uh, we we need to take a short break now quickly. Um, We'll be back just after this, inshallah. Maulana? Okay, shukran Maulana. Talking point. Getting you talking. 
Assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. The time now, 44 minutes past the hour of 7, and we're busy with a program you've been waiting for, which is none other than Focus on Palestine. We look at another SMS that came in, Molana, saying, Assalamu alaikum, Molana, you are so right. I salute you for your straightforwardly expressing what is right. Alhamdulillah, even it, if it's against ourselves. So true. And yes, Molana, we're all echoing what you're saying, that even though we see the wrong around us, but we keep quiet, why are we doing that? That's some, some of those introspection that is necessary but we're looking for the right guidance and inshallah you'll be giving us some more insight on that inshallah i mean yes uh, brother yusuf jazakumullah uh, khairan to uh, that very encouraging uh, sms that uh, came in and i think it is important uh, for the community to continue to participate in this program i mean uh, we benefit tremendously by your participation so that we can uh, uh, improve and continue to uh, uh, present a great value uh, to this program. Amen, inshallah. And so, uh, in the last part of my uh, presentation this evening, uh, the fiqh of uh, citizenship, Muwatana, I motivate that central to the introduction of the first program uh, is that we conclude with the adherence to the maqasid uh, al-shari'a, the higher objectives of our our deen, the higher objectives of the sharia. And we have spent a little time on the first one, and that is the preservation of life. The second one is the preservation of religion. And the third one is the preservation of the, uh, the, the, the lineage. The fourth one is the preservation of wealth. The fifth one is the preservation of honor, and the sixth one is the preservation of uh, intellect. All of these aspects have uh, really uh, detailed uh, discourses that the ulama have prepared over many, many uh, centuries. Uh, uh, it has been extracted, it has been refined, it has been uh, contextualized, and in fact, um, we have many competent uh, scholars today who have written uh, uh, contemporary works on the maqasid al-sharia, and I would encourage the community uh, to invest in the readings of the likes of Dr. Jasir Auda, who now is associated with the uh, uh, IPSA uh, uh, Institute here in, uh, uh, in Cape Town uh, in South Africa, and he is uh, a very a great uh, prol- prolific writer in the maqasid al-sharia. Why is it important for us to, uh, to emphasize in the introduction of the Sukul Muwatana uh, the, the higher preservation or the preservation of the higher objectives? It is because we must understand as citizens of this country, there are very uh, common responsibilities that we have uh, as citizens in this country. Uh, there are many... Uh, uh, practical uh, uh, research that has been done by uh, people such as uh, Sheikh Faisal Mawlawi, who wrote the kitab Al-Muslimu Muwatinan Fi Awrubba, the Muslim citizen in Europe. There are people such as Dr. Abdul Majid Najjar that also wrote very extensively on Fiqhul Muwatana, the uh, Fiqh of uh, citizenship. There are people as, uh, such as Sheikh Muhammad Ali As-Sallabi who wrote Fiqh al-Muwatana wa Mas'uliyyat al-Muwatin, uh, the Fiqh of Citizenship 
and the responsibility of the citizen. And I hope in the next uh, few uh, programs, inshallah, we will add more of our readings and research and see how effectively we can prepare our community at this decisive moment of our democracy, our freedom in South Africa, that we understand that we have a responsibility. And particularly uh, in light of the upcoming municipal elections. In fact, I am ready to take the responsibility as the president of the Muslim Judicial Council this evening to encourage the community from this particular platform to act as a responsible citizen to go and register, go and register for the upcoming elections. Of course, it is the clear policy that we do not tell people who to vote for. They have absolutely their freedom and their right to decide who they would want to vote for. But the, 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 the voting process uh, for the upcoming municipal elections, which at times are the bread and butter issues of our community, uh, we should not see the vote as the ultimate objective. But the ultimate objective must be our participation in the structure of our community. There are police forums in our community that I think we have too little participation of Muslims in the police forums, the civic associations in our community. I think that many more Muslims must avail themselves to stand as counselors, to exhibit the integrity, to exhibit the honesty, to exhibit uh, the character of Islam so that our people can be taken out of this very disillusioned uh, uh, mood that they are at this particular moment in time and begin to restore their hope and the dignity as citizens of this country. Who better than the Muslim community who can, in fact, effectively also lead many of these particular uh, processes? Furthermore, I would want to take uh, the opportunity from this particular platform to urge the ulama and the imams, particularly for the next two months, intensify, use the, uh, uh, your, your classes, uh, engage your people, your students about the fiqhul bawatana, about the responsibility that we have as South African citizens. Uh, your Jumu'ah khutbah is dedicated to the fiqh of bawatana. We must do, we should not find ourselves in the future in this country that we are regarded outside the mainstream identity of the citizenship of this country. We have a responsibility to this country before we even have a responsibility to Palestine. Before, and you know that I am a very uh, a great admirer and an activist of the Palestinian cause, but we have, if we are weak inside South Africa, we will never be able to give the Palestinian people what we have given them all these years. And in fact, we see on a very regular basis, the Palestinian people continue to look at South Africa. Because in South Africa, the citizenship that we have in this country, the freedom that we enjoy in this country, we may have our reservations about many things, but we still have in such a way that others can only dream of it in other parts of the world. Let us use 
And I know, in conclusion, how much time do we have left? Uh, uh, you still have another four, five, uh, four minutes, inshallah. But Maulana, before you uh, carry on, I have some SMSs that I would like to read. It's coming in. They're flowing in, alhamdulillah, in support. Saying, salam, Maulana, and Yusuf, and all. Shukran, Maulana, for marrying the two, uh, which is the Palestinian issue and our responsibility for being active citizens in the political arena. And so, and lacking nothing but will. This is from Thabit. And then we also another one that came from uh, Maulana. You are so right and salute you for your straightforwardly expressed that what is right and alhamdulillah even if it's against ourselves and then another one came in from 945 it says it requires many different dynamics and research to keep Molana's program afloat inshallah in addition uh, it demands an exceptional brave person to do what needs to be done that's all praising to you um, Molana and we do encouraging more inshallah Barakallah, I, uh, I value uh, the very uh, positive uh, contribution and uh, it only helps us we are uh, less interested in the individual praise to the good uh, thoughts, uh, your good thoughts and motivation help us. Uh, it is really something of great priority for us. And we are beginning to experience very decisive moments in the political history of South Africa. And finally, I would want to say, in the ever-changing, in the ever-changing political landscape of our country, it is important for us to prioritize this discussion. Very, very important for us to prioritize this discussion. Uh, I have drawn in my presentation in the BUCAP, for example, BUCAP continues to experience the process of gentrification. And I did say in my khutbah two weeks ago that it should never be in the future that we have lost the BUCAP and uh, in the future it will be that we will have to tell our grandchildren or great-grandchildren, once upon a time, our forefathers lived in Buka. It is very important, and particularly to the community in the Buka, for the historical cradle of Islam, we need to play a leading role in uh, solidifying the citizenship in this country. And so our community in the rest of the Cape, in the rest of South Africa, it is our masculinity, it is our responsibility. I hope that in next week's program and the next uh, three, four weeks, inshallah, to continue with the fiqh of muwatana, the fiqh of citizenship as part two, part three, part four, part five, inshallah. Amen. And I hope that it will help our community to actively uh, participate in the processes in the future, inshallah. Amen, inshallah, inshallah. Uh, uh, barakallah to you, But Molina, we still have another three more minutes which you can uh, still express some of those uh, sentiments that is necessary or awakening that is happening in Palestine. If you don't mind sharing with us the latest news, you have three minutes still available to share with us some of the latest news that is happening inside Palestine, if you don't mind sharing that with us. Uh, it is uh, absolutely important for our people to understand that, uh, in fact, the Palestinian uh, landscape uh, continues to demand our attention. And uh, if there is a very important message for me uh, tonight is to tell our community, do not forget the community in the Gaza. They continue to experience economic siege. Uh, the community in the Gaza continues to cry out to the international community. Uh, uh, Gaza has almost deliberately been taken off the radar of the international uh, community. Uh, please do not forget uh, our commitment to the people of uh, the Gaza. 
uh, broadly, of course, to the Palestinian people. And on top of the agenda is the, uh, uh, we have just passed the first 100 days of the, uh, uh, the, the, the present intifada on the preservation of Al-Masjid Al-Aqsa Al-Mubarak. More details to this, inshallah, in the future programs. Uh, but we salute uh, the Palestinian people uh, for their firmness, their very uncompromising position, and particularly in the preservation of Al-Qibla Al-Ula, Al-Masjid Al-Aqsa. We are confident that we will all one day make salah in Al-Masjid Al-Aqsa. Hmm. Palestine will be liberated. The Palestinian hmm. people will enjoy the freedom Amen. and liberation, and the world will become a more peaceful place. Inshallah, I mean, inshallah. I, I do echo that dua, and inshallah, may we grow from strength to strength from the nasiha that you have encouraged us with and blessed us with. We say shukran to you, Mawlana. May you grow from strength to strength. And until we hear from you again next week, ma'as salama ila al Wa alaykum as wa rahmatullahi ta'ala wa barakatuh. Wa alaikum salam. As you heard, that is none other than Maulana Ihsan Hendricks sharing with us uh, uh, different dynamics that we'll be focusing on for the next three weeks. And that, as uh, Maulana has said, is fiqhul muwattana, and that is the fiqh of citizenship. And we'll be doing that for the next three weeks, inshallah. So stay tuned to Focus on Palestine on a Tuesday evening from 7 till 8.